0: Greetings, this is Ron Aguilera, and this is episode 23 of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. Thanks for joining me. 23, hard to believe we are uh, down the road now a few months on this journey together. I want to thank you for being part of this, and if you are finding it beneficial, as I assume you are. If you're still with me, uh, I would ask you to share it. Share the good news, uh, share this resource. And uh, I want to thank especially my friends in Southern New England who have reached out via email and have uh, shared a word of appreciation. I appreciate that very much. And so, uh, looking forward to hearing again from uh, some others Uh, feel free to reach out to me you'll get the email at the end of the show hey last week i talked about seasons of ministry and how they are interconnected with our seasons of life and today i want to follow up on that idea of seasons in ministry with specific ministry cycles or stages that pastors go through or often experience in their pastoral tenures, and I think you will find fairly quickly which one of these stages you find yourself in, and my hope is that it will resonate with you. Uh, I will use the uh, labels used in an article that I read on lifestyles for or of pastoral tenure. Uh, those are the first year is, of course, the honeymoon. Years one to three is determined or uh, defined as crisis years. There's the three to five year period, which is a realignment time, five to 10 years, which is about growth, and then 10 years and beyond is labeled as mystery. So what I want to just share with you today is uh, how understanding what part of the cycle or what stage you're in helps you navigate the things that this cycle often brings, and this, of course, is based on a study uh, that was done by Barna several years ago. Uh, Hey, let me start with a question. Where do you find yourself today in your pastoral tenure? Do you find yourself challenged to lead diligently the further you advance in your tenure? It's specifically uh, talking about tenures in a local church, but it can apply to local ministries as well. Well, today I want to briefly talk about each pastoral church cycle or stage and what you might expect in each. If you've already gone through a stage, you may resonate with it, but hopefully it will be helpful as you enter new stages of your time and tenure in a church. I believe that this can prove very uh, fruitful and useful for both pastors and congregations at like alike, and uh, it's something you could share with your church leaders as well. <clears throat> so years zero to one, let's say, is of course known as the honeymoon. During this cycle, people are typically and genuinely excited about what you, the new pastor, will bring to the church and, and even beyond to the community. And most, if not all of us, have found ourselves in this situation at one time or another, right? We come into a new church, and most people are excited that uh, you are here, you are there. Uh, For many, the new pastor is perceived to be the answer to all their dreams and to all the needs of the church. And for others, you are the solution to all the problems that the church may be experiencing and sometimes it can be rather uncomfortable because you are even seen or treated as a hero because you are not your predecessor. Uh, that's an uncomfortable place to be. Uh, over the first year, as you begin to get acquainted with people, to get to know people, and people get to know you, members begin to see that you're not omni- omni-gifted as they, you know, they had hoped. And and uh, even though uh, some faults or, or weaknesses and even gaps between their expectation and the reality begin to show the pastor is often given a pastor in this first year expectations are high that he or she will be molded into the image of East congregant and the image that uh, of a pastor or definition of a pastor that they have this is the honeymoon it's not your fault yet the key in this stage is to build relationships especially with key leaders or influencers of the church. One-on-one conversations um, are, are really the way to do that. Spend time visiting and listening. Years one to three are often referred to as crisis years. Between years one and three, it's become apparent to most that you, the pastor, are fully human and not fully divine or omni-gifted as promised or expected by some. During this stage, the pastor begins to see and to hear that he or she is not living up to the expectations of some. Not friendly enough, sermons are not as good as they'd hoped, they don't like the vision or direction of the church, the pastor doesn't visit enough, his or her theology is, well, questionable, and the list goes on and on. This can be a tough time for the pastor and the church, because this phase includes a number of conflicts and struggles a number of conversations and uh, uh, redirecting some of these uh, can be personality driven but most have to do with reshaping the vision and the culture of the church and during this stage you start getting letters and emails that start like this one pastor i have thought a long time about whether i should write this letter to you you know i'm not one to complain but after talking it over with five or ten other people that I've leaked to in this congregation, and realizing that some people have the similar concern, and then fill in the blank, right? It's no wonder that statistics show that this stage between years one and three is the most common time uh, and, and most common time frame, actually, that pastors choose to leave the church or are forced out. The key here is to separate, to learn how to separate concerns into appropriate categories. Preference, opinion, convictions, attitudes, and then reacting accordingly. Kind of more on that at another time. Uh, Years three to five are the years of realignment. The number of crises begin to lessen, though they don't disappear altogether. Culture, mission, and values, though, are solidified. And at this time, uh, and during this time, more and more new faces appear begin to appear at the church. It's also a time when some or most of the dissidents have left the church or the community or have transferred to another church. Yeah, some will try to hang on and will need to be invited to bless another church that better meets their needs. But beyond that, there's a realignment. Uh, There's a refocus and an appreciation, loyalty and expectations of the pastor's come together. And because of this, the pastor is able to lead more effectively and begin to see productive years at the church. Years 5 to 10 are really the growth years. Not all pastors have productive and joyous ministries in this part of the cycle, but many do. It's not unusual for the congregation to begin to appreciate the pastor more and more and to follow his or her leadership with greater enthusiasm. In fact, many of the battles Uh, have already been fought, and many of the conflicts have already been resolved. And so now the right people, as Jim Collins in his book Good to Great says, uh, the right people are now not only on the bus and the wrong people off the bus, the leadership bus, but they're also in the right seats. Uh, They're focusing and functioning and understanding uh, their spiritual giftedness, and mission and vision is central, and growth follows. Then there's years 10 and beyond. These are described as mystery years. There are relatively few pastors and congregations that continue their relationship beyond a period of one decade. Thus, any perspective that I have of a long-term pastorate is inconclusive and limited. My longest tenure as a pastor was 10 years, and I did go through these cycles. Uh, I might have titled them or labeled them differently at the time, but uh, what I discovered was that uh, I, uh, As I came to that 10th year, what I sensed was that the success that we were uh, enjoying could have gone on for a few more years, but there was also a sense of things are good, which can lead to complacency, which is why Jim Collins says, good is the enemy of great. And yet, as I reflect back, I consider those 10, a uh, little bit over 10 years of, of ministry in one church, my 10 best years of ministry. My conclusion is that I'm confident that if we see more and more pastors entering their 10th year of ministry and beyond, we will see more productive and fruitful ministries. But the longer tenures will require pastors to enter into a season of reinvention. That whole concept of reinvention we've heard about, but we don't hear a lot about it. And so maybe we'll tackle that topic uh, later on as well. Uh, this topic of pastoral tenure is a fascinating one. I believe there's a correlation between ministry effectiveness and uh, the longer that a pastor is in a church, so the pastor, uh, longer pastoral tenure. And yet the health of the church and its willingness to pursue mission um, often are factors that are ignored, especially as it impacts a pastor life cycle. Hey, thanks for uh, joining me today. Uh, I want to invite you to subscribe to this weekly podcast and, and to write a review. That would be helpful. I uh, really would appreciate it. And uh, to again, let others know of this resource. And if you want to contact me, ask a question, suggest a topic, you can email me at thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. That's thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. Again, thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week.